Presents a music and talk show where your host Darren Roebuck is joined by a variety of artists, scientists, entrepreneurs, and therapists as they share what's on their minds and give you new ideas and practices to help you get the most out of being you. Can you dig it? Be sure to visit deeporbitstudio.com for links, show notes, and more. Now sit back and take in the view while we blast off into Deep Orbit. And welcome to Deep Orbit Studio Presents. I'm your host, Darren Roebuck, and today we are firing up the Wayback Machine, going all the way back to 1989. That's right, 1989. Now, to paint a picture, I'm a sophomore in college at the University of Colorado. The sounds that come around Boulder, Colorado are the sounds of an amazing band that I had the pleasure of touring with for a number of years and who are about to have their 25th year reunion show of their first album. That album is the Blue Album and the band is The Samples. And I'm here with original member and keyboardist Al Lachlan. I am also uh, have the pleasure of having producer and instrument tech Scott Stammers with us today. We're going to talk about the show coming up uh, at the end of the week. Um, and the cat's going to talk a little bit, too, about what she likes to talk about. Uh, and uh, we're going to listen to a few of the tunes and otherwise just basically get you guys so stoked that you have to go to the show at the Fillmore in Denver uh, and see the show. So without further ado, Al Lachlan of The Samples, welcome to the show. Thanks so much. Great to be here. Uh <laughs> You know, in the house. No, uh, no, nice. Uh, Kitty, Kitty's pretty psyched. <laughs> yeah, she's always psyched. She's, you know, she, she's the the unofficial the official host of the show. <laughs> so, Al, um, in have you been? You know, you you played these songs for so many years, touring with the band. Uh, was it uh, a big deal to prepare for these shows? Was it tough dusting off the memories of these old songs, or or did it all come back kind of naturally? Uh, pretty natural. Uh, awesome, actually, amazing. Um, you kind of helped, Darren. You know, kind of well, rehearsed for like six months. So that, that really, that helped. Just saying. Uh, and uh, thank you very much for that. And I, I would say it's uh, amazing. Uh, great to play with uh, Andy Sheldon, uh, the bass player. And just, I've, you know, I, this guy has a, a feel like, uh, you know, Mingus. Pretty unbelievable. Up in there, and so it's just nice. Yeah, I had the benefit of being able to sit in at some rehearsals and just check it out. And uh, I know between you and Sean and Jeep, you all have active musical careers, and you even play some of the sample songs in your shows. And so, you know, a lot of the stuff is new. Andy's been a pilot. 
Yeah, I know. Well, he, he came in there and he's like, yeah, I haven't played bass in like seven years. Kind of fuck you. Because uh, <laughs> he kind of killed I, it. You know? That's what I like, thought. Damn. He was so good. It was like he had never not done it. And he stands there at break going, oh, my hands hurt. Like, well, you can't tell by listening. <laughs> no, he, and so it's nice to have everybody in there. Uh, Sean's worked his ass off. Uh, so is Jeep, Mr. Anonymous, and uh, the plates. And then I have this thing, Highway 50. Scotty's got a uh, thing in, in uh, Italy called Fuck Yes. And, uh, and th- this is brutal stuff, you know. <laughs> well, more into that. So, um, well, more into that in a minute. So, the Blue Album. This, um, you know, by my estimation, was probably the most popular of your albums uh, in general. Um, would you agree with that? Uh, I I would say yeah um, yeah I'm not sure what to say about that I I think the blue album was was amazing because it was this great time and uh, and that that's what the this whole gig is about it's like all right here here's your uh, middle aged guy <laughs> reunion and so like whatever and just go in there and and um, it's just ama- amazing the uh, creativity that comes out of that. And, you know, we kind of reshaped the the first album. Right on. Well, we'll jump into a couple of the tunes here. Um, I don't know if the listeners out there know this, but I toured as the Samples Lighting Guy for four years, and I got to know some of these songs pretty well. So uh, most of my favorites are off the first album, except for maybe Giants. But um, uh, but uh, we'll jump into one. And this actually, we'll start with one here that's was written by you a song called my town awesome all right here we go this is deep orbit studio presents I can't go wrong 
All right, that was My Town by The Samples off the Blue Album. 25th anniversary show coming up at the Fillmore Auditorium in uh, Denver, Colorado on uh, Friday, December 12th. So if you're in town and you don't have tickets yet, they're going fast. So jump on in there and, uh, and get one. It's going to be an amazing show. So uh, we're here with Al Lachlan. Uh, Al, uh, you know, after so many thousands of shows, I mean, basically you guys just lived on tour for years and playing together so much. What's it like to be back in, uh, in the rehearsal studio with all the original members after so many years? Uh, un, un, just amazing. Uh, great guys. Great, great, uh, great lot of people. Um, all, all the way to you, the Darren Roebuck, Scott Stammers, and, and uh, all my friends. And it's about the friends. And, the, and that was my idea on that. Is, it, is this worth anything? And uh, they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is worth, you know, all of a sudden the Fillmore guys uh, call me back and they're like, yeah, this is worth something. So here's a show. So I would say, let's go, you know, and the whole thing. But some of the funniest guys put in the same room wouldn't you say like I mean you stick these guys in the same room they're pretty off the definitely wall. some characters uh, um, all the way you know I mean and and whatever I just think uh, a great band dynamic there's a lot of love there and I, I think it's it's really great to actually get whatever middle aged guy reunion fuck you <laughs> <laughs> like, whatever <laughs> So, uh, musically speaking, how's it been? Um, really productive for me because I'm writing the, the Highway 50 record uh, with you. And, uh, and for me, it's, it's really good. So I need to keep playing. And that's a deal. And so we, we go up in there, uh, keep playing, and just keep playing, keep write, writing songs uh, on your suggestion, actually. <laughs> so, but you guys are better now, don't you think? I, w I would say way better. Um, I kind of sucked back then. I had no idea what was going on. So, like, right now I can actually play uh, licks and and chord progressions. Like, back in the day, I, I really couldn't, I you know, I'd kind of, like, play around it. But um, now I actually know where the music's going. So that's all. Pack it. Yeah, exactly. Well, I have to say from my perspective of having to watch you guys rehearse the last three days and having spent, you know, four years of my job basically being to watch you guys play music. Um, I have to say that it right from the very first downbeat uh, in rehearsals, it was just like old times. It was like no time had gone by at all. And if anything, y'all are just playing better. And what, what a great energy. Amazing. And uh, I just love it. And I, I think we'll kill that Fillmore. And uh, so whatever. Certainly setting up for that. Now, uh, I understand there's an opener for the show. Who's that? Aaron Sachs, uh, old friend of ours. Uh, uh, just old friend of ours. And uh, we've known her forever. <laughs> you know, uh, she knows Scotty over here. Mm -hmm. And and you. and She, she and, had uh, a dog I wrote a song about. Desmond, That's right. yeah. her dog Desmond, yeah. yeah, the big squid. Scotty had a band, Big Squid, and they, they were nuts, and uh, like way out there. 
I Doug think you were ahead of your time. It was like a, it was an eight foot fence or something crazy that Doug would get over. De- Desmond <laughs> would fucking roll out there. It was nuts. You find an eight foot on the hill. You'd be like, "Yo, take care of this dog." It's, he's kind of like a horse. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but but all good. Uh, uh, Aaron's very talented, very melodic, and uh, beautiful. Right on. So. Now, this may be a tough question, I don't know, because it's something that you've had so so in your blood for so long, but uh, on the Blue Album, do you have a favorite song? Oh, well, anything I wrote. Well, we already played that. <laughs> all right. Okay. okay. I'm just kidding. Is this the list right here? No, no, this isn't all of them, no. I would say... Uh, I, I bet you couldn't even... Can you list them? Can, can you... No, I... I bet you couldn't I even list actually, them. Actually, um, what... <laughs> List of what? What? Make the list. What, I would say the, I, I would say the Sean. I love uh, Sean Kelly's songs. I love his melody. I love his um, where he comes from, and he's straight up, and uh, he's one of the uh, greatest people out there. And uh, so, Birth of Words, I love, oh, and I just love love that song, and I do like JDC too. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I won't even ask what that means. Oh, never um, mind. Uh, but uh, all right, well, let me cue up. I do, I do like that Sean Kelly song, and um, I like his songwriting and um, samples. All right, well, here we go with Birth of Words uh, off the blue album by the Samples. Show coming up on Friday. You guys got to get down there. And here it goes Deep Orbit Studio presents. Sun forgets to rise 
tries to see that you're loving me still In the life I lead of confusion Waking up day to day only to find I've given up on you I've given up on you I've given up on you That was Birth of Words by The Samples from the Blue Album. And uh, if you're just tuning in, this is Deep Orbit Studio Presents, and I'm here with Al Lachlan, original keyboardist of The Samples, and we've also got Scott Stammers, uh, uh, instrument tech and uh, producer, as well as someone who was just in the music scene here in Boulder, Colorado, when this album hit. Um, And we're talking about the 25th, reunion show coming up on Friday, December 12th. Um, so Al, in the process of all of this, um, have you discovered anything new about yourself musically and sort of going in to play these songs you played so long ago? Did it sort of take you back in your mind and, and, uh, did it make you sort of recognize your own path as a musician? Uh, uh, absolutely. Um, here come the memories, and uh, it, amazing. Um, the only thing is, is I, I honestly, I, it sounds like I'm a cocky bastard, but uh, I, I actually feel like I'm better now. I can only um, hope. Yeah, right. <laughs> after 25 years of practice. So no, no, I, I'm not I, better. I, I can tell you that. I got worse. I got worse no, over time. No, I, I feel, I feel better now, and I, I think we're cruising. You know, like everybody's got their own albums and, um, you know, from uh, our band, uh, Highway 50, to Fuck Yes in Italy and the, the whole thing. The plates, the Jeep. Yeah. And uh, I mean, geez, Mr. Anonymous and um, Sean Kelly samples. Fly Eye. Uh, Sean, Kelly, yeah. Sean Kelly, Fly Eye, The Wood <laughs> and uh, Andy Sheldon. And uh, Sean Kelly kept that thing going for a long time, much, much uh, credit to that. Mm-hmm. And way to go. And Henry Chat Cherbuck. And Henry Chat Cherbuck. He, 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 he still plays that. Chunks. We call him Chunks. So uh, any, any particular memories uh, come to mind as far as what you've experienced so far just in the past few days? Well, for one, that's not fair. <laughs> are there any that you can tell our listeners and remember you can say absolutely anything on this show I'm not show. sure that's like uh, even, even, even on, on this shit I'm that's, not sure that's, that's a ridiculous question I would uh, 
I, <laughs> well, I would say um, the biggest things were um, the deli tray. Um, in which I, I'm going to actually get my own deli tray for this show uh, at the Fillmore. I'm going to go to King Soup. Is Have it for breakfast? No, well, no, whatever. No, you're going to bring it. Gonna I'm just going to bring it. I'm, I'm it bringing in the deli tray. My own. And I'm going to label this shit, all right? Good look, but can't touch. That's right. Do not touch Al's deli tray. And property of. Property. Property of. Don't fuck with my deli tray. And um, um, beyond that, I would say uh, uh, very admirable uh, everybody's accomplishments in like whatever they've done. And I just love those guys so much. And and the, and and that's why we're gonna kill it. So come down there. Well, you're also gonna kill it in the sense that everybody still has their hair. You know, after all this time, and everybody being, you know, whatever ages you are, uh, everybody's still got their hairline. I got fucking bald spots. <laughs> I, I can tell you where. <laughs> I got a couple bald spots. I yeah. I would say um fucking go nuts. You know? <laughs> That was my offhanded way of saying everybody was really taking good care of themselves. Everybody looks great. And then uh, ge- genetically in, in you, line you, more like. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, yeah, all the genetic treatment you guys have been undergoing and, uh, you know, the, 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 the cryogenic treatments that, <laughs> uh, for you. that, that AEG Would, put you through up, up in Netherland for a couple of weeks. Well, that's an athletic event. <laughs> Did you place? <laughs> Did you place? Check fucking it. top three, right? I, I got some shoes on. <laughs> Jerusalem cruises, all right? <laughs> so is that why Charles was wearing ski gloves at rehearsal so much? I will win that race. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the Jerusalem cruiser cruise? <laughs> all well, aboard. No. Just, I'm talking about okay. the oh, food here. Oh, <laughs> no, no, all good, uh... I don't know. Jesus. All right. Well, we played your favorite song. And we need to show uh, uh, Scotty here one. the list. So uh, so we'll play his uh, I don't favorite song. I much from that, that, those days. So Scotty hated us. Yeah. Well, it, I was on it the, was like I was... the onslaught. Heath, Heath Whitney was in there fucking giving us shit. And the whole but thing. Why did I get blamed for it, though? Uh-uh. No. You know, it's pretty amazing, though, after living in Boulder for this long and being in town when this album came out, you go around Boulder at that time period, and it was the soundtrack of Boulder. Everywhere you went was this album playing out of apartment windows, playing out of stores, playing in people's cars. You just couldn't escape it. It was the soundtrack of Boulder and especially the soundtrack at CU. And for living here for the last 26 years, there's never been another time period in another band that impacted this area the same way. And just for that, I think that this album is really one of the best uh, albums made in, you know, Boulder music history. But just, you know, how many bands can say that about their own hometowns? I mean, that, that's, that's a pretty amazing accomplishment, I think. And kind of living through it, you know. Yeah, well... Um... That's very gracious in the, the whole thing. I would say uh, there's a lot of bands like from all over the country that are just badass. And there are a million bands out there. Now it's like, wow, you know. So 
pretty intense because there's a really a lot of good music out there across the globe. Um, and that now we have access to it. And everybody goes out there. And, and um, you know, and just my guys, you know, I just need to, you know, it's like one life. Here we go. And so we go out there and, and get everyone together and let's rock it. And that's that's a point. And for sure. And Darren, I mean, for, you know, My Baby's Got Me Trippin' is a great song. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It is, actually. More on that coming up. Yeah. Anyways. But not today. Yeah. But what we will do now is we'll play my favorite song off of this album, which actually wasn't my favorite song when I first heard the album, but after touring with you guys for so long, it became my favorite in your entire catalog. Uh, here's a song called Close to the Fires.
Close to the Fires by The Samples off the Blue Album, 25th reunion show, 20, 25th anniversary reunion show coming up at the Fillmore Auditorium in Denver on Friday, December 12th. And I'm here with Al Lachlan, original member, keyboardist of The Samples. I'm also here with Scott Stammers, who gets the award for longest distance traveled to go to this show. Yeah, maybe not. We don't know yet. But I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping the place. Where'd you come in from? Um, that would be Scarlino, Italy. That would be this little tiny town somewhere. E- exactly where on the boot is that? That is would that like be the ankle? Uh, across. Like find Elba, the island of Elba, and go pretty much straight across into Italy. So it's right there. Can't miss it. Very cool. And what do you do there? I do uh, live production and studio production. And artist development. We also have a little production company called First Line. And we do strange, strange, we do all the kinds of crazy production in strange places. In Sardinia, in quarries, in Elba, you know, anywhere this, they want it, we'll bring it. Any links you can give for people to check out some of the stuff you've done? That's, that's on First Line Productions and on Facebook. You can find us there. Very cool. So, Al, you're a keyboard player in an era when it was mostly guitar bands. Um, what was that like for you being the keyboard guy in what was essentially music written by guitar people? Great question. And um, um, so in, in, back in those days, I went into the, uh, the D50, the Roland D50. It was a synth that came out. And then all the reggae, the reggae dudes were doing the uh, DX7, uh, Yamaha, the M1, and the D50. Here's a reggae setup. So I kind of, I kind of, I, I actually was doing that first. Can I get credit for this? <laughs> yeah, you, you can. Know? You can declare credit now. We'll have the the credit genie. Um, yeah, where's my fucking royalty? Yeah, yeah, yeah the, there's a, there's a check in your mailbox as we speak. <laughs> okay, excellent. Well, Shall we call the lawyer in the yeah, morning. Right. <laughs> the beers are on you now. Oh, great! Forever. Yeah. 
I I would say though with with the uh, with the synth stuff, um, the there was a reggae setup and and I would hit that and Jeep Jeep kind of um, gave me a a good idea what reggae music did and Andy just kind of learned reggae music in like twenty minutes. <laughs> Fuck you, and jeez, um, you know and so but you know basically like right now I have the same. The keyboard setup I have for the Fillmore is the same sh- the same stuff I had for, uh, you know, back in the eighties, the late eighties. Is it the same gear that you toured with? Same exact gear. I mean, like the, the the exact same boards and everything. Not only that, but the sound guy Jay Anderson, same gear, and uh, analog board, and so it's going to be the real experience. I I would say that's what we're used to. So let's go with that. So we're not uh, fabricating anything. It's the, the exact same gear. Yeah, big ups on Jay Anderson. Man. Big up, Jay Anderson. Let's go. You, didn't you uh, receive an interesting care package in the mail recently involving your keyboard rig? Yeah, this guy, uh, er- Eric, uh, Eric with a long uh, last name. <laughs> um, my man, Eric, from Syracuse, New York, he sent it out there. He had copied my keyboard rig in the 90s, and he said, uh, you know, I, I'm like, and so one day I woke up, and there, there were four keyboards at my doorstep at Luna's place, where I, where I mostly live, and, um, and I said, how much do you want? He said, no, I, I got plenty of money. Don't worry about it. It's sitting in my garage, so take it. And I'm like, wow, nice. So he gets a backstage pass. That's <laughs> yeah. it. Nobody yeah. else gets yeah. another yeah. pass. Everybody list. wants another yeah. backstage pass. What That's do you? Where, where are my four keyboards? That's right. No, well, I, what's I would on my say. Doorstep? So he he gets the he wants a picture and a backstage pass. Which didn't ask him. Does he get uh, access to the deli tray? Ooh. Oh no. Ooh, that's oh, absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I have v- I have my v- own v- deli tray. Okay, v- sorry, Eric. You're gonna have to yeah. find catering on your own. He's not getting that. <laughs> we actually had that in Europe. Do you guys have that? V V I P. Very very important person. I mean, come on, man. Like, how how important can you get? <laughs> I know, especially just to go backstage. I mean, it's not that big of a deal. No, but there's other like these secret levels now that of backstage. V V I P. Yes. Um, the one thing I could say about that is that I've never had somebody so be so gracious and uh like when i got back to boulder years ago um all of a sudden these keyboards started showing up and he's like i copied your whole rig and i was like wow thank you very much and what can i say um it's a true testament to the impact your music had well it was sure a gracious thing and um i do need him to bring his own deli um, you hear that, Eric? I'm not. Gonna, yeah, don't, don't be expecting a deli tray. I mean, you can get backstage, but th- but that's about it. I'm so glad someone that's told right. him but me. I didn't want to have to tell him. Yeah, you know I'm that's. So glad. The memo's going out. Most of the T-shirts will say "Get your own deli tray." The samples. <laughs> Darren Darren was my uh, the first bass player on the Highway 50. And um, no deli tray. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he didn't get a deli tray. I packed a sandwich. <laughs> Thank yeah, God for sliced that. tomatoes bleeding through white bread. That was 
That's one of the things uh, I remember about Samples Tour, actually, was waking up every oh. morning and thinking, oh, God, another <laughs> deli tray for breakfast. <laughs> I remember. But then there were some days when I was thinking, there's nothing better than a deli tray for breakfast. You, you know, you're really thankful for it. You know where it is and you know what you're going to get. Um, well, they're available. Uh, <laughs> and, they're kind, and they're pretty much the same all over the country. <laughs> That's yeah. right. I have to say, on Sample Store, that was the first and last time I've ever eaten chicken fried steak. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. I was the first and last time. I think we were at a Holiday Inn or something. I'll never, never eat that again, ever in my life. I remember being at a truck stop in Indiana and getting a chicken fried salad. <laughs> at four well, in the morning and thinking... Salad. Yeah, and, and and the Boulder Organic person in me just objected, and I walked out, and I'm standing outside in the middle of the, of the truck stop parking lot at four in the morning, and I'm standing there, and I'm just staring at the stars. And Jay Anderson, who the the, the front of house sound guy, came up, and you, for people that don't know him, he's this big bear of a man who acts like a teddy bear, it's a really cute, giggly kind of guy, and he throws his arm around me, and he's like, "You having an astral transference there, little buddy?" <laughs> And oh, wow. I was like, how did you know? <laughs> I was like, uh, yes, I am, as a matter of fact. And he's like, you'll be all right in the morning. And that was that. He was like Uncle Jay after that forever. Right. And, and Jay, too much information, all right? We should call Jay. If you want to get too much information, we probably could get that. <laughs> yeah, we should I know. Be careful what you wish for. All right, well, let's jump in with another tune here from the samples. Uh, one probably, I don't know, by my estimation, the second most popular off of the album. Certainly one of the ones that people go nuts for at the shows. Here's a song called Feel Us Shaken. Sun paving through the sky. When it's done, all the seabirds fly. I'd like to stay, but I couldn't stay with you. I have to go. I have a lot I wanna do. 
All right, that was Feel Us Shaking by the Samples off of their first album called The Blue Album, released 25 years ago this year, and the 25th anniversary reunion show is coming up at the Fillmore Auditorium in Denver this Friday the 12th. And uh, I'm sitting here with uh, Al Lachlan, and we're talking about what's going on. You know, it's amazing the whole memory lane that this has brought up for me, and I was realizing that most of my memories from these songs all have to do with, um, well, outdoor venues in Colorado primarily. And what I remember is uh, just big crowds of people. Oddly enough, it's like all has to do with like Red Rocks and uh, just the whole feel of the crowd and seeing everybody just going absolutely crazy, being in college and seeing y'all play at the Mary Ripon Theater. Uh, back in probably even before this came out or just before this came out. Yeah. Um, you know. Um, amazing time. Uh, I, I love the, love all those people. Uh, great energy to, to the whole music and, uh, just, just great energy. And that, that was the whole thing. And like, um, uh, Sean's songs were excellent, uh, to begin with. So going into the samples, there's already bunch of original songs that someone had written already and um and he's a great songwriter and really taught me how to how to write songs in, in a lot of ways so i i'd say great experience at that time it, it was excellent yeah you know uh, i know we were during one of the breaks we were talking about this but um I always found Sean's songwriting to be so incredible for a number of reasons. I mean, one is that they really connect with you on a human level. Like it's easy for people to associate them or integrate them into their lives. But what was also so amazing is that a, a guy who basically dropped out of school in the eighth grade, who was dyslexic, really never read anything, was able to write what's this, this incredible poetry. Uh, with uh, amazing metaphors and imagery and be able to put it to music, all ear training. I mean, he was just a, born to be a songwriter. I mean, didn't need any training. He was good right out of the box. Uh, yes. And uh, just awesome. Uh, with me, I ran into those guys on the hill in Boulder, and uh, and I kind of lied to him and told him I could play keyboards. Which kind of didn't. Well, but, you can uh, get the chicks that way, right? Lying. That's right. I mean, oh no, playing keyboards. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. Back it up, back it up. Um, but uh, everybody's. Uh, Charles is like, all right, I'll pick you up. Uh, I'll pick you up tomorrow at four o'clock. And um, so then I kind of a late night that night, and um, so I woke up at four o'clock, and there was Charles, Hong Kong. And and here we go. And I'm like, oh shit! I told him I could play keyboard. So uh, did you have keyboards? Oh yeah, no. But um, well, I kind of did. I had a hat, a sideways hat. That's all. Well, that's all you need to be a keyboardist, right? <laughs> that's right. That's how Rick Wakeman just did it. Just get up there and stand up there. Yeah, just just look good. Wear 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 a tweed hat sideways. A nice cardigan. Um, no, so 14th and Euclid, that, that was the, the actual party. So I, I went up there and, um, and I think Andy Sheldon was... Wasn't Charles living in that place at one point? 
I'm making shit up now. Uh, no, I would say, uh, no. So the first gig, we went down there, and a- Andy was shouting the chords out to me. It was like uh, Pink Floyd, you know, or like, I don't know what we were doing. And uh, he was shouting the chords out, and I was like, I I actually don't know these chords, you know, so you better shout them out. And um, so th- there's like, samples. Like what there's you do a sample. me right now, like That's these right. days. Like what you do to me right now. And so whatever. And, uh, <laughs> but we, we played some great songs. And um, the the cool thing is, is like today we go out there and rehearse and we're all, uh, at this point, we're all 65, mid-60s. Um, Nurses on standby. Nurses. <laughs> yeah. It's they all funny. look the same except for the green tubes in their nose. But they're handsome green tubes. Al, the no, oxygen no, is ready if you it, need it. It really, it really suits your pallor. I, I would say this shit sounds way better, though. I can say this. Uh, even in my band, Highway 50, uh, Darren plays the bass. And, uh, you know, I, I would say we're way better, you know, because we're, we played more music. With music, professional athlete, you're done at 40. Uh, professional musician, you're not done. With the samples, you're really getting started. Yeah. You're just getting started. So BB King's out there, you know, check him. And there's a good, you know, like all those guys. And they're so badass. So Well, right on. It's your fault. <laughs> so I know there's a funny story about um how you guys found your drummer Jeep McNichol. Do you remember that story? Mm. Um, from what I can remember, Jeep, uh, had put a post on the ride board at the, uh, UMC at, at Boulder, Colorado. And, uh, he was going to school there. He actually went to school, uh, <laughs> as opposed right. to the rest yeah, of it. <laughs> he actually, and graduated. And Char- <laughs> and yeah, and graduated. <laughs> yeah, he actually got through the whole thing. School, yeah, yeah, I thought a lot of you guys started college. No, but, uh, Charles, I think Charles, actually Charles is, uh, the highly educated gentleman in the in the group, uh, I would say, and he 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 done incredible projects and the whole thing. So somebody saw that that thing Jeep put up on the on the ride board, and then then it was like uh, all of a sudden Jeep shows up, and we had this wicked huge guy before <laughs> weightlifter. Um, what, is, what is his name? Jeff. Bruce. Bruce. He'll he'll kick your ass. Um some over there at the packy the other day. So Bruce is like your guy's Pete Best. Exactly. Yeah. Well no, I I didn't yeah. really get to know him. I just know That's I knew right. that uh him and Sean were in a fight when I first met them. It was like this this some some fight about the uh you know, Rocky Flats or something. It was like something like that. And then uh so Jeep came in, he killed it. And then I listened to one uh, Peter Tosh record, and I kind of ripped off like whatever the keyboard player was doing. And there you go. And there you go. That's a recipe for a sound that kept you guys employed for what? How long? <laughs> oh, I'm very, very wealthy ma- magician. Yeah, I know that's what you do on the side. It's very nice. And if you come out to the Fillmore on Friday night, you too can watch Al pull a rabbit out of his hat. The, the hat's a metaphor. <clears throat> so, um, 
Well, Al and Scott, thank you so much for uh, coming on the show. I know it's going to be uh, a great night at the Fillmore on Friday night. And uh, as far as I know, there's still some tickets available. So for all you out there, uh, jump on it because this show will sell out. Well, and yeah, it's 46 left. There's 46 left. You can have one if you call now. I mean, now. Operators are standing by. So, uh... Thank you all so much for listening. Thank you guys for being here. What and a fabulous host. Wasn't he a fabulous host? I think Darren, I know. Was, Jesus. Uh, yeah, that was great. I, he was wonderful. And thank me I, for being me. I mean, <clears throat> and, and you're welcome. So, <laughs> you're welcome, too. So uh, <laughs> anyway, jumping back into the music here, we're going to close up with another one off of uh, the Blue Album, the song is called Wait It Up. And uh, for those of you who wanted to hear nature, going to have to come to the show on Friday. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. And go to iTunes. What's up as a podcast. I'd love to hear your guys' feedback uh, and download some stuff. Subscribe, and you'll be getting a new show every week. Yeah, right. man. Yeah, man. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bring it out.